It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Bonsoir means good evening in French. Bonsoir. Bonjour in the morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Bon après-midi. Good evening. Bonsoir. And since it's late at night, I always say bonsoir to you. Bonsoir. Welcome to the rendezvous. This is all about love and relationship. It's the first time you're joining the show. Bonjour and welcome. Uh, the accent is French, obviously, straight from Paris. And it is my pleasure to, you know, uh, speak to you every night, talk relationships, hear your love stories. I look forward to it. Trust me, I've been alone with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, for eight months uh, and, uh, you know, staying safe. So I look forward to finally talk to somebody. And that somebody is you. So thank you for that. Uh, you calls are next, by the way. Lines are open, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jade. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jade. How can I help tonight? So, um, me and my boyfriend, we have been dating for about a little bit over six months. And, you know, I feel like we're getting pretty serious. So, I'm ready to meet his parents, but he hasn't initiated it. Do you think I should ask him about it, or I should just let it happen naturally? Well, considering it's been only six months, right? Yes. Yeah, I would not push it. Plus, there is the pandemic. I really feel that right now, uh, you know, uh, all bets are off. It's like we have to uh, think a bit differently when we're in relationships because, you know, we got to play it safe. We got to, you know. So I, I would say um, organically, maybe in the next six months, even in the next year, it depends really where we are with this thing. So I would not worry about it. I would just focus all my energy and time on the relationship. And Jay, take okay. your time, and, and I, want it, I want that to come from him, not from you. And a relationship is not defined, by the way, by uh, meeting the parents or not. It's really defined by how you and him feel and how happy you are. So as long as you are feeling good and happy, the parents, you know, is not the most important part of the relationship. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um, you know, when, when I call, they speak to me, but I guess I can just wait until after, after the coast is clear. I think it would be a good idea. <laughs> this is a crazy time. So take it easy. Wait for this to, to happen organically. And when he's ready, he will invite you to meet his parents, not when you pressure him. So the best is to let it come from him, okay? Okay. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Coming up, I have a Instagram DM from Vince who has a question about his girlfriend who just moved in and Houston, they have a problem. So I'm going to try to help. His Instagram DM is next. So I received an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio from Vince who goes, Bonjour Simon, my girlfriend moved in with me about a month ago and she is really moody with a lot of negative energy. Vince goes, I'm finding it hard to be happy when she's around, which is always, what can I do to improve the situation? Please help. Well, that's a good question. What can you do? When your partner has moved in and it's really difficult with a lot of negative energy between you guys, I will tell you what my advice is next. So what should you do if uh, your partner just moved in a couple of months ago and uh, your partner is super moody with a lot of negative energy and you're not happy anymore with that person, uh, but you guys live together? What can you do to improve the situation? Talk about it. Uh, ask your partner how they're feeling and ask each other how you guys feeling. First, you have to admit what's going on. And then uh, you say, you know, I feel this is going on, and how do you feel it, and how do you, you know, 
what's your intuition on a situation? So you open a dialogue and you break the unspoken. The reason, Vince, your girlfriend who is, uh, you said moody and has a lot of negative energy, I think she's anxious. I think there's something she's not saying. And I think it'd be great if you could hear what she has to say. And then you guys can decide, by the way, if you want to stay together or not. You guys are not married. You're not even engaged yet. So there's no pressure. But first, have a great dialogue. Open up the unspoken. That's my advice. Your calls are next. Bonjour, Julia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Julia. What's going on? Oh, I just was feeling like uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for a little bit and staying at home and watching TV and snuggling up on the couch. However, I just don't feel like he's actually all that snuggly and I was wondering how I could get him to be more affectionate with me. Okay, so uh, um, so let me uh, ask you this. When you say snuggly, are we talking about just snuggle? Are we talking romance? Are we talking ooh-la-la? Which part are we talking about? Just snuggle. Like just being kind of touchy-feely on the couch, like even just um, sitting next to each other, maybe even putting his hand on my leg. Like he doesn't do any of that. And he has never done it in the past or that's just recently? Um, never done it in the past. He's not, he's not very affectionate. And I just was wondering how I could kind of pull that out of him. Well, I, this thing is, unfortunately, you can't. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because, <laughs> no, I, I want to be honest, because some people uh, have a little phobia when it comes to that. So some people are very affectionate because their mom usually wears with them or the dad. And some will never be because their parents were not affectionate physically with them. They, they don't have it in them. And so the fact that he was not like this from the beginning shows me that his expression of love is not through touch, but other, you know, language of love. What would you say? You know him better than me. What would you say is the way he loves you and expresses his love for you? Um, probably acts of service. Okay. Um, yeah. Is probably See, so that's the thing, language. is that we all have our own, you know, uh, language of love, and we just, we can't pull out of somebody a different one. It just doesn't work. It becomes fake. So mm. here's my, my, my question for you. I mean, it's been like this from the beginning. Um, yeah. Do you see yourself staying with him now that you know he won't change about it and because he makes you happy and he's a good guy? Or do you think you really need that expression of love with the snuggling and the, the cozying and all that? And it's too much for you to be with a man who doesn't do that? Uh, I guess that's a hard question and really have to think about that because... I do think he's a good guy, but I think I'm kind of learning about myself that I probably, that probably is my love language of needing to receive that. So that would mm -hmm, be hard mm -hmm. to be with someone forever if he doesn't. I, I understand. It's a, it's, it's a good conversation to have with yourself. And maybe yeah. if you're not sure, with a therapist for one session, just to have, yeah. you know, things very clear. But from my experience, from listening to my callers, from friends of mine, uh, I know that we have all our language of love and we can't force out of each other a different language. It just doesn't work. Okay. Sorry to be a Debbie Downer tonight, but I just, <laughs> I'd just rather be honest. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, Julia. Thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you. You too, Simon. Coming up, we're going to go listen to Shelley's voicemail because a guy ghosted, and then something happened. She has a question. Her voicemail is next. So, a little bit of good news. If you're new to the show, 24-7, 365, you have a question, you have a doubt, you leave me a voicemail, 855-905-8255, and I'll get to it during the show, just like for Shelly's. Take a listen. 
Hi, um, bonjour, Simon. Um, my name is Shelley. And so I met this guy. He uh, was great. And then we ended up, you know, ooh la la, and we had a great time. And, uh, and then he went out of the country on business. And I started was texting him, and he kind of ghosted me a little bit. And so I was just like, you know what, let me just go back online and start dating other people and see who else is interested. And the minute I said that I was going to do that, he called me, sent me messages, I miss you, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like, I don't know really what to think of that. And um, I love your show. I would love to hear what you have to say about it. And thanks for your time. Shelly, thank you so much for the voicemail. Yeah, what should you do? If a guy goes to you and then came back, that's a good question. The answer is next. Have you ever been in a position of Shelly, which her guy kind of ghosted, you know, went to a different country, kind of disappeared, then he's coming back, he wants to come back, you know, and she's wondering, you know, what should I do? If somebody ghosts you, should you take them back? That's really the question. And my answer is, before you take them back, you need to break the unspoken the why they ghosted you, right? But even if you know why, I'm not in the favor of giving second chance to ghosters because I have a tendency to believe when it didn't work the first time and they ghosted on you, the unspoken is so big that I would not give him a second chance. But that's just me. So I follow your intuition. I said don't give him a second chance and go with your intuition. Maybe your intuition agrees with me, maybe not. I'm just, I'm not feeling it. That's my answer. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Leila. Bonjour. So, I mean, you know, everybody's stuck at home, and I, I find that everybody is thinking about past relationships and stuff like that. And one partner that I spent many years with, I just am kind of wondering what, what went wrong or if maybe now we could make things work type of a thing but it's been i don't know maybe two years since we've talked and i just feel like if he was interested he probably would have you know remained a friend or something like that so probably right. not I, I don't know i don't want to get my heart broken again but at the same time i just i can't help that i'm kind of wondering what if okay elaborate what if like maybe we could at the very least be friends again or mm -hmm. maybe there could be something more romantic. Like, is it stupid of me to just put myself on the line to even check in and see how things are going in his life when we haven't talked in like, like I said, it's been over a year and a half. I think we're almost at two years now. Indeed. That's a good question, but you kind of know the answer. What if your best girlfriend would ask you the same question? What would be your advice for her? Oh, that's a good question. Ugh. I mean, I feel like if it was one of my closest friends, if they felt as compelled as I do to make contact, then I would say maybe go ahead and just make contact, but don't have any expectations, you know? True, but the thing uh, is, if you make contact, the expectation's born, right? It's not that you control your mind and your emotions. So the minute you make contact, you expect an answer. And what I fear is what if he doesn't answer you? Then you're really going to feel like a schmuck. So Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think it's a good idea. I get it. We, you know, I've been, I'm like you. I've been alone in my house for eight months with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, and that's that. So I, I'm not in favor of reaching back to exes that haven't, haven't had no contact whatsoever for almost two years, Leila. I feel you're going to get you know, depressed because if he doesn't answer or if he takes a week to answer, it's humiliating. 
really my advice is it's better you be on an app and start somebody new maybe, even just to chat, than going back to a past that is buried. Okay. Oof, yeah, I, that's Sorry. Honest, but I think that does make the most sense. Yeah. Sorry about Thank that. You. So that's my advice. Protect your heart. What didn't work yesterday doesn't work tomorrow. Leave him alone and, and go on, you know, those apps and, and, and put your profile out there and see what's going on. Yes, I got to give it a shot, huh? It's very safe. Nothing can happen. You just type behind your computer, look at pictures, chat, and go from there. <laughs> okay, I will. Thank you. You're welcome, Lena. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. So I'm just thinking, when was the last time you actually thought about contacting an ex because you feel lonely or because you really miss them? Let's talk about that. Hmm, let's be honest. In the last eight months of pandemic, when was the last time you actually thought about contacting an ex? Just like my last call. Because, listen, I've been alone for eight months. Then think about my exes many times. <laughs> I've got to be honest. Didn't think about contacting one or two? Probably. Did I do it? Absolutely not. Why? Because you can't mess with the universe. Right? It's like when things are settled, when things are buried, if you take that cell phone of yours, text, DM, call, leave a message, you're messing with the universe peace. What is buried is not to be unearthed. But if you make the mistake of calling an ex, you know what's going to happen? I'll tell you that next. So, we are going to be honest, as usual. In the last eight months, everybody's going loco, fou in French, crazy, fou, uh, including myself, you can tell. And why? Because the pandemic has isolated some of us very much, some of us less, depending. So, question is, have you been tempted to reach out to an ex? You know, I have, but I've not done it. But if you do it, you know what's going to happen? You might rekindle some feelings, some illusions, some, you know, expectations, but also a hope. The problem is, what didn't work yesterday and is now buried will not work tomorrow. So I'm more in favor of you going online, creating a profile, and chatting with somebody new, but that would really not mess around with what the universe has settled. When things are settled, leave them alone. That's my advice. And if you're ever tempted, don't call them. Call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a romantic story to share, The Rendezvous is the perfect show for you. Call now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shoshana. Oh, bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So, I believe you have a romantic story to share. What happened? Yes, I do. So... Um, I'm married, and, um, you know, I'm a musician, and my husband is also a musician. And um, before the coronavirus, like, lockdown, you know, we were never, we didn't really work together all that much. Like, I had my music, he had his music, we worked on our projects very separately, and that's the way we liked it. And oftentimes when we tried to work together, we would just butt heads. It was not <laughs> a good situation. And, um, you know, the lockdowns happened and there was no music and there really is very, very little, you know, performing and music that's happening right now. That's live. We're both like live playing musicians. And, um, we, we were sort of forced to come together to work together on projects together. And, um, you know, after the initial sort of like butting of heads, 
like we figured out a way to really work together um, that really complements each other. And we've made some really great songs and music together. Um, and it's kind of like we are going through a dating phase again because oh, we're I see. all of this new stuff about each other and how to work together and we're creating new things. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's been really like, I mean, like, you know, not, not that like coronavirus is good for anyone. It's not, but no. like there has been this really lovely silver lining for us as artists and for our relationship. So, um, yeah, it's just, I can see that. Really, yeah, it's been really great just to get to know him again. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, how did that make you feel? Um, like really good and also like proud of myself and I'm proud of him and also, um, you know, like um, really confident that we made the right choice. <laughs> Does that make sense? Definitely. Definitely. Shoshana, thank you so much for sharing that inspiring story. I liked it a lot. So thank you for calling my show and sharing it with me on the rendezvous and, and have a good night. Oh, thank you so much, Simon. Bonne nuit. Bonne nuit, Shoshana. Merci beaucoup. I got a question for you. Would you date someone who made less money than you? Oh, that's a good question. And the answer coming up next. Would you date someone who made less money than you? You know, in the name of love. Um, you know, you've worked very hard to get to a certain level of income. Meet somebody who doesn't. What do you do? 93% of you voted yes uh, at Wave Radio. 7% voted no. That's interesting. So thank God. We don't put money before love. We put love before money, as we should. I'm glad to hear this. Uh, thank you so much for voting, by the way, and following me on social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Thank you, and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.